0: Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? It's me again, your girl, T-Cast, ready to bring you another episode of Everybody's Homegirl Podcast. This week, I'm having all of the feels because the season premiere of one of my favorite TV shows, Black Love, debuted this week. In addition, my forever first lady, Michelle Obama, dropped an episode about marriage on her podcast. In a way, I feel like God is telling me that I am on the right track. The stars have aligned and showed that great minds think alike because my episode this week is all about black love and marriage. Today I am talking to my friends Russell and Rhonda Reddick about their love story. It is truly a story where God's timing was everything because if it were left up to them they probably would have never met. In addition, Rhonda and Russell are teammates in the real estate agency Reddick Realty Group, so we talk a bit about how they are able to grind together as entrepreneurs while maintaining the spark in their relationship. I'm sure that you all will love the Reddicks just like I do. Now, let's get to it. Enjoy! Hey, Rhonda. Hey, Russell.
1: Hello, hello. Hey, Tracy.
0: How y'all doing? Doing just We're fine. Good, you? Tracy. How was y'all's week? It's be- been a busy week. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. We and like busy, God. though.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yes, we do. That's good. You getting rest and relaxed and at the tour at the end? Are you going to be able to do that <sighs> this weekend?
2: Do a you little can- bit of that. Yeah, we do a little bit of that. Okay, that's
0: good. Well, first of all, I want to thank you all for coming and joining me today. Um, I want to invite you on the show to talk about relationships. If you all don't know, I do do blog and I do this podcast show. And I think if people listen to me, sometimes they probably think I'm not a fan of relationships, but I am absolutely the opposite. (laughs) <laughs> I love Black love and relationships, so I thought it would be a good idea to bring different perspectives of, about relationships on the show. And so you all are my first married couple. And so what I want to do is talk to you. All. And the reason I want you, you all on here is because I I work out with you all. We became friends at the gym, and I've just watched your relationship over the last, probably what four or five years Mm -hmm. and i've you know probably um you're probably my marriage crush (laughs) (laughs) you know i like the way y'all interact you work as a team and i just thought maybe you could provide some insight into what it makes to make a relationship work and what it makes to what it takes to make a relationship work when you work together because i also watched that evolution So if you don't mind, I'll start with Rhonda first, if you want to give Uh us a little bit of background on who you are and what you do and how you got started.
2: Okay. Uh, So my career is in real estate and I've been doing that for 15 years. And and before that I was called what's called a technical consultant for a, a, a long distance provider. So I did a lot of like network stuff um, that have to do with IT. And um, Russell and I met at the Black Rodeo. Did you know that?
0: A little bit. I think I did. Okay.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But tell us. Okay. I
0: I was gonna ask you all that a little later.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Then I can wait. I can wait. Okay. So, but yes, I'm in real estate. And then Russell... We always said that Russell was going to join me when he retired. He was in uh, management at Lockheed and he just, the stars aligned and God uh, provided him to me to start his real estate business about, is it four years ago? Three years ago now. So he's been on my team about three years and so we just make it do what it do. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Russell, you
0: you want to add anything about what did you do at Lockheed?
1: Oh, I was in management at Lockheed, building the uh, state of the art F thirty five. So it was fun. i challenging, but um, God allowed me to have this opportunity to come over and work in real estate, and uh, which is still dealing with people, serving people, and uh, I really enjoy real estate over aeronautics
0: okay <laughs> <That's
1: good. laughs> I so, see your
0: uh, social media posts both of y'all seem pretty like you enjoy it a lot yes but so when I retire I might need to <laughs> but I got okay. five years, five years. there you go <laughs> we always right.
2: looking for team members so that's
0: right come <laughs> intern <laughs> But um, one thing, I, did, I do know your uh, origin story, I guess, your love story, but I would like for you all to share how you guys met.
2: Well, uh, I am not a cowgirl or anything, so when everybody, everybody hears that we met at the rodeo, it was kind of a fluke. My son at the time was two, I just turned two, and he was, there at the time, The Black Rodeo was advertised and he was crazy about farm animals and that kind of stuff. So whenever the commercial would come on, he would go crazy over it. I ended up painting his room like a farm and he had farm animals. So that probably contributed to it. So I was like, I'm going to take my baby to the the Black Rodeo. And I had a friend who was going to go with me and take her son. And then uh, at the last minute, she canceled was like she's not going and I did not want to go by myself and you know what does a two-year-old know but I just was like I wanted to keep my word and I knew he was excited about going so we went and uh, Russell was trying to holler while I was (laughs) in the uh (laughs) getting the concessions and I wasn't really giving him any time of day but I remember he had the prettiest smile and um and so I was being all hard that I was just like he is kind of cute but whatever (laughs) and so uh and then we, I was leaving, and then we kind of, our paths crossed again, and he gave me his number, and I was not going to call him, and I was telling my sister about it, because at the time, I was I was really okay with being single, like I was fine with with being single, but I was also praying that if I met someone, that he and I would be equally yoked, and we had these Same principles and and so when I did pray for someone that significant other, you know, I thought and she said, "Well, you never know, that might be him." I was like, "Oh, I never call a guy. I just I've never called a guy in my life, you Mm -hmm. know, to like to initiate." And so I called him and I got his voicemail. I was so happy I got his voicemail. And uh, he called me right back. (laughs) And so we just would stay on the phone for hours at a time. And we had a very quick uh, romance courtship.
1: So my story of the whole meeting her was, um, I had just got on and um, accepted the position at Lockheed. And I was moving that weekend. My family, uh, my grandmother, well, my cousin's grandmother, She's a big part of South Dallas. She was very well-known uh, to the community. So we always had box seats for many years. And uh, it was just a tradition, the family go every year, every year, every year. That weekend, I had a lot going on. I was moving, and I just didn't want to go. And my cousin said, you gotta go, you gotta go. You need to go. And I had my daughter, and I'm like, man, I'm tired. I'm not going. So lo and behold, we went ahead and went. and Like she just said, saw her standing over there, tried to talk to her, she wasn't trying to hear it. And then next thing you know, uh, I gave her a number and she just said no, and I didn't have a pen. And she said, well, I guess this wasn't meant to be. And during intermission, she was leaving out and we were going down to get refreshments, something like that. And, I, I took a pen from the, the cashier and wrote my number down and ran up to her and said, I guess it was. Me. And I took her, <laughs> gave her the number. And then like she said, she called me back like two days later. and um, <laughs> Here we are today. So. Two days. <laughs> yeah. Two days. She made so I wait. think it wasn't nothing but God bringing us together at the right time. And here we are today, 17 years later. You know. 18, 17 married,
0: 18. 18 no. yeah. <laughs> okay. So um what did you do she you know like you she said um she was trying to be all hard did like did her hardness even continue a little bit after that if so what did you do to kind of help her like let her guard down with you
1: well i think you know in the in the beginning we told each other we were both very compatible you know she had a she had a son i had two daughters and um both were single looking and I told you you know I, I wasn't trying to i was waiting for i had been asking God to send me that right person you know uh, it was ready to settle down and then here she comes and we talked about it and we got to know each other we knew it was right, and it just went it went really quick you know so uh she you say you ask about her guard uh, well I, I don't think. Yeah, she had a guard up. Yeah, she did. And uh, once she got, she felt and she saw who and got to know who I really was and everything about me, and then you know, she was comfortable and and we actually prayed together. And, and, you know, it's always good when she was Baptist, I was Methodist. And, and like I told I say, um, I'm a Methodist. So um, and she had no problem with that coming with me. I knew then that it was good, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: She I think she's talking about on that day. Just period. It, oh, even just
1: on, period. on the on okay. the day too, but
0: but on that period. day it was,
1: wasn't nothing on that day I you know I had to deal I mean it wasn't no um, get mad or nothing. I mean I love you when a woman is, is challenging and she was. You you know, I didn't wasn't expecting for it to just fall all over me, but she was, <laughs> she, was she was she was tough. And that's good. I like that. So you know, well, I, mentioned-
2: what I I think that where most men make the mistake is that they get upset and they right. they yes. are um, you know kind of confrontational like when you're not giving them the time of day and Russell was super different and that's what's piqued my interest so I found myself kind of looking for him after we got settled in our seat because I was pretty rude I was I was very cut and dry very you know and uh he was asking could he pay for this and that i was like i got it and i got my own money you know <laughs> um and he was like trying to talk to braden and then i was like you know kind of like you know braden was looking at him like he's crazy and yeah. uh but yeah but he just continued to smile and you know pay compliments and just you know and so i just thought that was that was in The like the rarity, you know, like that wasn't very common for me because it's normally like, well, all right, then, bye. Because trust me, (laughs) at that at that place, it was at that day. You know, people think you're trying to be there to to you know catch or whatever, and I was not there. I was there for my son, and um, and so people were approaching me. I was like, no, thank you, and I was telling people you're in my space. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, uh, and they were like,
2: well, fine. And doing all of that, well, I want you there anyway, you know, or you ain't all that cute anyway, or whatever. You know?
0: <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, either way, you know, because I know in the beginning, like when you first meet people, sometimes it's like, listen, I'm just, I'm focused. Right? But sometimes yeah. it takes time for you to, you know, to let your guard down. So I think mm-hmm. most stories are important, you know. So what did you see in his character? Um, that made you say, okay, let's continue today. Once y'all started, like maybe after the initial phone call, what did you start to see that said, okay, he's, he's solid beyond the smile?
2: <laughs> beyond the smile was that he was, uh, we would be on the phone for hours just talking about um, everything, mm. you mm. know, and um, and he had really bad reception in his apartment, he'd be outside being eaten up by mosquitoes and yes. everything else But so he took one for the team. <laughs> but oh, I, I, I don't know, he just was just so easy to talk to and I loved his um, demeanor, how he was very easygoing and uh, he loved his girls and he was very, very, uh, very present father in their lives. And um, I, I loved that. And um, he was just and he was also driven, you know, and so he had these goals and he had these things that he wanted to do. And so I, I don't know, I admired that because I was pretty driven at the time too. And I, I guess I'm a kind of a driven person anyway, but it was nice to meet someone that was equally young. Okay.
0: This question just popped up in my head. I do have some guiding questions, but I like to just have a conversation. So I think um, being the single person on the call, (laughs) um, (laughs) a lot of times we notice red flags and sometimes they're like huge and you should pay attention to them. And sometimes it's like, okay, this is a flaw, but I can live with it. So did you all notice anything that was like, well, maybe... I want to pump my brakes, or did was it smooth sailing the whole way?
1: Oh, it was smooth sailing for me, you know. I, she, you know, they always say uh, a way to a man's heart is through the stomach. And she was cooking, <laughs> cooking, cooking. I mean, I, and, and, and that's what I love, you know. She was a great mother. She could cook really well. She was sweet. She's beautiful. Um, it was everything I've been asking for, and you know, I, I everything lined up. You know, I wanted someone who was independent. That was the biggest thing, too. You know, she already had her house. Um, she had a great, a good job. So, it, I, it it wasn't nothing. You know, now don't 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 get me wrong. You know, no nothing is perfect in life. So um, I mean, but. I, we started off and everything was great. I mean, it just hit really well, and um, I mean, through the marriage, just little bumps, but nothing that we didn't work out. You know, hmm. so yes.
2: I didn't see any
1: flaws. I didn't
2: see. Well,
1: we're not trying me. to start no argument later.
2: <laughs> oh no,
1: because whatever she says is true too. So.
2: <laughs> he knows I'm a straight shooter yes he he I didn't see any blaring red flags but I will tell you Tracy like you said you being a a single person and with both of us having children um, outside of our relationship that Mm -hmm. was probably our biggest challenge was the blended family and we knew we had a kind of a tough heel decline just because of of that and so we really did try and um, get ahead of the curveball, And so what we did, we were pretty, what's the word I'm looking for? It it sounds methodical, but we did like, if we decided, we decided we were going to be together. And like I said, we had a pretty fast courtship. We met in May and then we got married the next, the following June, not that, you know, so a, a year later. And so, um, we, we did everything. We sh- we, share mm-hmm. we shared each other's credit report. We shared each other's financials and what we owed, and you know, student loans. What was our debt? What was our savings? And uh, what how much we brought in? And we even had uh, testing, STD testing, because we wanted to make sure that. It, I think that that was probably the thing that having. Our children before we met our you know each other made us more purposeful mm-hmm. in how we were going to approach this relationship. So there was no question marks. There weren't any gray areas. Like we knew if this was going to work, we needed to do these things.
0: Oh, that's interesting, um, especially sharing the financials because I think uh, at least just from what I've heard, watched, and seen is that people, usually that's a big conflict is Mm -hmm. finances. Mm -hmm. So, and that was actually one of the questions. One of the things I wanted to talk to you all about was how did, like, how did you all blend your families together? How did you work it out? Like what kind of conversations did you have with the children? Like, was that easy? Was it hard?
1: That kind of thing. And Tracy, at first it was, you know, everything is all, Oh look, look you know Braden was was always there, and then mm-hmm. it was my my daughters that came every other weekend or mm-hmm. every other other weekend, so we would have to make adjustments and you know and and what little time and I must say eighty percent ninety percent I was at fault because a little time that i I did have or we had with them, I let them got away with murder, you know I mean they it couldn't do no wrong. I mean, so, you know, that little time that I have on the weekend, why are you trying to discipline You know, but, and I had to eventually, like, okay, stop, you know, because, and then finally, when, especially after we got married, is when I really started, Rhonda started being more like a mother, like, mm-hmm. no, we're not going to do that. And I'm like, that's <laughs> right, we're not going to do that, you know, and she, but, but it took her to, to it only made me a better person you know like you know i'm like it, it, i probably should have done it earlier but you know i i eventually got got that way you know so if any arguments was to happen it was mainly because i wasn't you know it's just tough having a, it's a with a blended family I, I must say you know and I, I try to encourage all young men i stay talking to my son right now say, Boy, listen do not have any kids until you are married, okay. And then the other thing I tell them: do not have no kids until after twenty-eight, okay. Because then you know you can see yourself and see where you're going, okay. But anyway, I mean, that, that, I think that was the biggest thing about the blended family, you know. Our little struggle, and and I and I take full account. I'm accountable for my actions, and you know, it's just one of those things as a father. You know, you you're trying to balance it, and and. Um, uh, it was tough. <laughs> it's hard, yeah. but we got
2: I mean, through it. it. It really was tough and he didn't, he didn't recognize it until I brought it to his attention because like he said, Braden was with us. So Braden started calling him daddy one day. Mm-hmm. We were like, ooh, you know? Yeah. And so uh, we, had to, we had to bring in his dad and, and say, hey, listen, just an FYI, you know, he just on his own start calling him daddy. Yep. And we were like, what do we, because he was calling him Mr. Wessel. Mr. Aww. Russell, you know, and then he just one day start calling him daddy and he didn't answer he was like daddy that dad, you know to, to Russell. Um, but I think what Russell, I mean, Russell what Russell was saying is that he would get the girls and it was just free reign. And so <laughs> then when we were together. He'd get the girls, and it was free reign, but it was discipline for the the Brayden and Grace. uh don't do that. Uh -uh. Or or today we we are cleaning, but then the girls aren't cleaning. I'm like, okay, so (laughs) how does how does this work? You know, like how help me understand. So then he's like, oh, I could see how that would be a problem. I can't be just fun dad, fun weekend dad anymore, you know, to where it's just everything is free reign. Now we have to discipline them all the same, you know? And so it it was getting that was that has probably been our biggest challenge mm-hmm. in our marriage. You That's know, fantastic. is blending them. And the the kids uh, once we got over that it was kind of like a well-oiled machine. They knew I wasn't going anywhere and they're <laughs> not going anywhere. And so it's just like we're gonna make it work.
0: <laughs> well, that's True. what I was going to ask you all, because I hear so often, and I believe it, <laughs> because I see it, I hear so often that marriage is hard work. And so just on, you know, on the outside, I can only imagine. So if someone, if you were to tell someone what makes marriage hard work, what would you say? Like, why is it such a hard thing to do? Because they're like, it's marriage is good, but it's just a lot of work. So Explain, please.
2: (laughs) I'm going to take that one. I'll let you chime in, honey. Um, So I think it's hard work just because communication, period, can be so tough, you know, and you have to learn how that person communicates. I think that's the main thing. And so if you do a lot of, maybe you do a lot of yelling or maybe you're big on love languages. And so I know that his is acts of service. And um, so, right, and so he uh, may not respond. Like if you give him a compliment, that doesn't mean anything to him. But if you give me a compliment, I'm like, really? You think? Oh my god! You know. And so that's like the world to me, you know. And so um, I don't know. I think you just pick up on people, what makes people tick, and. I just think communication is what makes people tick and how you communicate with one another. Like I hear people telling the other, it's how you ask for us, it's in in the delivery of it. Russell will do all my people, my friends are like, he does anything, but it's how I position it for him and how we, for instance, when we were, um, when we had grace, It was just work together as a team. We don't need anybody say, hey, can you cook dinner? If I'm in there bathing Grace and he knows it's time for, then he goes and he cooks dinner. You know, it's just, it's like a, it's a team effort. Like there's no one particular role, you know, like, okay, so you're the one that cooks dinner and I'm the one who only takes care of the kids. That's just not how it worked for us. And so when people say, Um, marriage is hard I think they're believing that we have these individual roles that we have to fulfill and that if you break outside of those molds I think that it's not so hard but it is hard work for instance you have to pick and choose your battles you know so what do you think Russell Reddick oh
1: it's it's a never-ending Say like an assignment. You continue to have a task that you must complete. I mean, for instance, like Rhonda said about the working. You know, like in our real estate business, she she does a lot. Wear mini hats. You know, where once we finish at the end of the day, I come in and I cook. Okay, um, so I mean, it's a teamwork. You know, um, pretty much both of us from the time. Uh, we met until today we've continued to respect one another we continue to pray together we continue to um, encourage each other so you know our marriage hasn't became it it hasn't become stale or nothing you know it's still vibrant and we're still um i still love her still in love with her and um, we always do any things for each other to and we always said, even when we met, um, for instance, Tracy, while we work out, we just said the way we are now, we're going to stay that way. Um, I'm, I'm first to say, you know, um, I have hypertension, blood pressure. Well, this woman here made me change my whole eating habits, okay? You know, plus I have to work out because we want to stay, we want to have a longevity marriage. So it's it just a continued um, grind that we continue to try to fulfill. and each other um that to be happy i think that's the end result is just being happy and taking care of one another
0: i was gonna ask that was one of the questions i had to ask was like how do y'all keep it fresh like i saw one post that you had about the first day of school breakfast so you know couples always talk about date and hide and stuff like that so i was like okay what are some things that other things other than working out in the breakfast? What other things do y'all do or have you done?
1: Oh yeah. So that was one we got when we started taking grace. Was it It was Brayden. Brayden. Yes. And we've been, you know, that's when I was at Lockheed. So I take off and then go to school because it was something special, you know? And then after that we went and had breakfast, you know, and we just kept that tradition up and, um, that's one and then like black rodeo we try to continue to go every year a couple years ago we that's our anniversary so you know when we met so uh, we try to do that and uh what's more
2: i honestly think we could probably do a better job of of like a date night but we're always together. So we'll do, you know, he will say that we'll have date night, but it might be here because we're working. And so he'll throw some steaks on the grill and we'll have some wine. We'll go out on the, on the deck and have, especially during the pandemic, we've just kind of been, okay, now it's a Chateau Reddick, you know, (laughs) get some wine and some steaks, and then call it a day. For our anniversary, he made us a really beautiful dinner, steak and lobster, and uh, for Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, he he really spoils me. But with that in, I think we could probably do a better job, and I know for sure that it's because we're in business for ourselves, so we're always working, you know. Um, We always are feeling like, okay, so we're going to take vacation, which we try it, we're, we're pretty good about doing. And we said we we're always going to do a couple's vacation, well, us and then with the kids. And it just hasn't turned out that way because of the business, you know. So eventually, we'll get to that point where we do the couple's vacation and the family vacation. But yeah, we just we spend so much time together that it's Friday is date night at the Reddicks. <laughs>
0: I love it. That's a good place to point because you both uh, pivot because you both mentioned working together. How did y'all end up working together?
1: Well, I'm going to answer that. So, like I said, when God allowed me to go ahead and join, I I had no intentions of joining so early. It would have been uh, 2032 or 2035 when I retired from Lockheed, (laughs) is when I figured I'd go get my license. I'd end, I'd be 64, 63, somewhere in there, you know, and then I would help her out every other day, because, <laughs> you know, I'd be golfing or whatever I plan on, because, you know, I'm ret- I I would have been retired, but <clears throat> things didn't work out that way, and I've been in real estate now four years, and and it's, I never would have thought I would be spending so much time with my significant other, my, my love of my life i never did because my mom and dad my parents you know they saw each other at night and then they were working during the day so at, at during that little five o'clock to ten o'clock that was the that was the only little time you know i i go to sleep i wake up with this one we work every day together i mean it's it's been great and so we have to make sure that we We have to make sure that we take care of each other that you know that it's business and then it's family and um uh, and it's each other, right? So it's it's so you so kind far, it's of have business. to
0: compartmentalize a little bit.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. I, I would say that. Yes, we do, you know. Um uh and and I let me be the first to say that the reason why we definitely have made it working together is cause uh, it's not a pride thing where I'm the man I am a part of Reddick Realty group and the the leader the team leader of it is Ronda Reddick you know I tell a man that in a in a heartbeat you know and <laughs> they looking at me like I said yes that's she's my wife but she's the she's the leader of the team I say she's been in the business 15 years and so i think that's the biggest thing you know sometimes here i have a couple of friends whose wives are corporate and they told me like you know because she made so much money she took care of the home that they sometimes have a hard time i said but do you realize what you're saying if you know if you put God first and all the money comes into one account you don't have you shouldn't have a problem with that i mean when she when she's at home take care of her you know i mean you should be the best father the best home dad you know and i think that's that's where a lot of men not me have that problem is pride you know just it's Mm -hmm. we're a team you know so and she respect me you know it's no uh, now some i must say she's tough (laughs) (laughs) don't don't let me sit here and sugarcoat it she yeah she she like this is the way it's supposed to be done you know Um, so and i had to learn that over time you know and i've gotten better because coming from management to Being structural, no, 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 that that was a big learning curve for me. Okay. Okay.
0: So what would you say the biggest challenge would be in your relationship with working together? It does it provide any challenges. If so, how do you overcome? Like if say you have a conflict at work, how do you keep it from coming to the marriage?
2: we had something Was it last year, or it might have been a a year or two ago, and we made a a path that we wouldn't allow it to, you know, come into or seep into our, um, our evening, you know, and we were just gonna leave it at that, we're gonna leave it there. But I, I just can't even remember what it was. But you know, I felt like a little bit of, like Russell was saying, it's, it absolutely is a pride thing because if you're that kind of beat on your chest kind of man and you're like, wait a minute, you're not going to tell me because I'm like, hey, these are reports they are due. Yeah, you got reports. I know you used to delegating, but you're not delegating here. I expect this <laughs> and this and this to be done. And so he did ask me, like, like I don't know, you know, I don't know how I feel about that or. Or, in, you know, in some kind of way, he questioned me about it. And I'm like, I'm treating you the same as I would anybody that came in here. Like business is business. And um, just because we're, and that's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, How do you remember you were, I was having you turn in reports or I had reports do, and he wasn't doing them. And so mm-hmm. I was like, and so. I was like, so I'm, where's that? I'm the
0: boss's
1: husband.
2: I to do <laughs> yeah. I, I said, so, so where's that re- report we were talking about? He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to get right on that. And then so the next, and like the next team meeting, because we have team meetings. And so the next team meeting, and that's really why we decided to have team meetings too, is so we could get all our business stuff out and not have to talk about it over dinner. Or lunch or anything like that we are already had our business taken care of and so then I told him I'm like look I'm not playing like (laughs) this needs to be done if I'm doing my part you need to do your part so he knew I wasn't playing and so then you know he's he's doing really well and it did take him probably longer than most because he's so used to delegating you know like he had people to run reports for him and do this and do that and And uh, here at Ready Realty Group, it's just us. We put out the sign, the lockbox, we carry the furniture in, we carry the furniture out. We do this and this and this because I'm all about, you know, keeping everything (laughs) (laughs) in-house.
0: I love it. Okay, so um, do you all have any, like, mentors as far as relationships go? Like, maybe a counselor? or anything like accountability partners as far as couples go
2: we did really well in the beginning we because we knew we had an uphill battle kind Mm. of with our with our blended family we wanted to take as many bible studies as we could (laughs) and so we were involved with that. Bible study with a couples Bible study. We did an engagement Bible study. Then after that, a married couples Bible study. And then I was in a Bible study with Misty at Tippin and the Praying Wives, and we had that forever. And then we were all we came all came up pregnant. They're like, "What are y'all praying about?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we did. We I don't think. And then Tori and Nikki Carroll were. Uh, I don't know if you yes. know them, but they were they were ministers at our church and so we've kind of followed their their uh bible studies whenever they had one they had they held a lot of married couples bible studies but I wouldn't say that we have any um mentors right now like um you know that we are go-to people because I think that I mean I don't I'm gonna knock on wood but I, I think we kind of we pretty much have it down. Yes, <laughs> right now.
1: <laughs> Y'all are we can mentoring. be mentors. mentors. Yes,
2: we
0: can be right, mentors. Yeah. So, with mm-hmm. that being said, what advice would you give, like a young couple or anyone wanting to get married? Like the secret to success. What do you think, Miss Miss Rhonda? I want to get married. <laughs> what would you? I, I think
1: you know, and I talked to several. Even our own kids, you know, my son and uh, my daughters, you know, I just think, you know, if they, after they leave home and they go to college, well, first, for infant, that they do go to college, um, and once they get out and, and and get on their own and become independent, I think that, you know, they're gonna they're gonna meet their significant other, and you know, if you can just hold on, you know not getting married when you're 21 or not getting married 19 because you can see most of the time the statistics shows that marriages fail because one thing that they have to go through is the finance the finance is a big burden on young people when they are married you know um they're like hey i didn't, i wasn't i didn't sign up for this you know but if they can just wait until later on in life you know i'm not sure i I, I tell my own kids, I say, if you wait in until after you're twenty-six, twenty-seven, the chances are, you know, you 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 establish, you established. You shouldn't already graduate if you're not going to be a lawyer or a medical field, a doctor or something. You know, still in there. But if you hang in there that long and you you know you have a job, a good job, you know, you have a career, the chances are, you know, and you meet someone, yeah, you know, they're positive. It's you know, the chances are you're probably going to make it. Okay. <laughs>
2: But I have to challenge him on that. So, you know, Russell is pretty. Uh, so is that your only advice to be at least 26 or 27? And, well, to, and ha- is that your only criteria?
1: Well, no, if, if well, someone it's, is more, asked, it's more is than asked, that.
2: So I challenge him often. So I'll I <laughs> give it back off of what you're saying. Uh, if I were giving someone advice, I would say that because there might be some very mature 22 year olds or you know that are maybe you know they're in the minority or whatever the case may be as far as being married and being ready to be married but I wouldn't say that that was the only criteria I would have I just make sure that you know you all are are and I said this before equally yoked and I mean that you have um similar you're you have similar um aspirations maybe similar goals or maybe you're um you are, and maybe even not necessarily similar beliefs, but you know, what if there's an atheist and a, a Christian, I don't know if that could work, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so it, you it just could. want to, <laughs> but you just want to make sure that that is, you know, that you're, you're kind of on the same playing field, you know? I, I remember being like a younger, I would the advice I would give the younger version of me is don't rush it that like don't mm-hmm. think that because you've been with a person X amount of time or years or whatever the case may be that that person is supposed to be your soulmate or supposed to be your significant other like I think back to this the stuff that I tolerated with some of the guys that I dated just because I had invested the time and I mean time shoot I now would be like bye see ya and there (laughs) in the end before I I met Russell I was very intolerant you know and even after I had Braden, I didn't date anyone you know I was I was totally fine you know and if I dated someone it was just a a date Mm -hmm. you know it was no one serious you know Russell was um, my serious person because I had already you know pretty much swore off men <laughs> after that. but I just think the advice would be to make sure that you are you have similar interests and that you are on the same you know like know when there's the listen to those red Flags, you know, mm-hmm. like if, you, if there's those little gnawing feelings that you're having, listen to those. And then it's okay if it doesn't work out, move on and mm-hmm. be happy, you know?
0: Okay, I love it. I appreciate you. Okay, we're going to play a little game next. Okay, okay it's called, I saw it on Instagram. I thought it would be good to play with when I interview married couples. So it's called Who oh. is More? So, Who is More Competitive?
1: She is. Yeah,
2: I am. <laughs> I'm pretty competitive.
1: Yes, she is. <laughs> she is. I've hated that
0: playing football. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Cool, <laughs> like, <huh, Yes>. huh. <laughs> cool.
0: Who is the messier person? I think he
2: would be. I'm not yes. messy at all. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Think. And, and that would be, yeah, yeah, definitely you.
1: Okay. Y- yes. And when you say messy, you're trying to talk about like organization. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Definitely okay. me. Yeah, she's OCD. Yes.
2: <laughs> Borderline. Borderline <laughs> OCD. <laughs> who who is better at cooking? Probably me. <laughs> Russell does the grilling. Probably me. <laughs> he he he's the, the grill meister. But as far I mean he can throw down. Uh when Braden was home, he was doing oxtails and
0: uh, all kinds of stuff. Next time you make some oxtails, I will pay. Uh, <laughs> Darryl, oh my god. I
1: make some mean oxtail. I, I need we a
0: recipe. It. I yeah. have oxtails since my grandmother passed in 2013.
1: Oh, and I tried she
0: yeah. he tried to teach me how to make them before she passed. Uh-huh. And I would put them in a crock pot. I had I tasted them, and I had one of my friends from church to come try them, but they weren't seasoned enough. Y'all know I'm not the best cook. So I, <laughs> I picked up each oxtail, and I was like, sprinkle salt on top. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of my friends tasted them. She was like, why are they salty on one side and bland on the other <laughs> I told her what, what I did. She was like, just season the juice. Don't season the she was like, don't let your granny taste these. I was <laughs> <I'm like>, okay. <laughs> and I was, I was going to make them again, but granny passed away, and I just haven't had them. But listen, I got Next time. Ones. Okay.
2: <laughs> Next time. I, I was showing, uh, and I was out all day, and this is when Brayden was home during the pandemic, and so I came in, everybody rubbing their belly, and, <laughs> and so uh, Brayden said, girl- <laughs> you better be glad you weren't here. And I said, "Why he said? Because I would have had to slap you." <laughs> I know <laughs> those are so good.
0: <laughs> All right, let me know. Let me listen, <laughs> but- i call calling in. I'm like, hey, I <laughs> bring my own to go plate. <laughs> 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 so, who is the social butterfly of YouTube? Who's more friendly? Russell. I can see that. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Russell is like he never meets a stranger. <laughs> uh
2: uh-uh, uh, yeah. I kind of go in. I'm a they call it a um extroverted introvert.
0: introvert. Yeah. That's yeah, what we something get along like that. With. See, we yeah. right like, I, cool, but <laughs>
2: right, you know, so I go in and i and people might think that I'm just like, oh, what but I just go in, I zero in to what I'm gonna do and But Russell's like, hey, hey, he could be the mayor, you know?
0: (laughs) Okay. Who is more likely to fight a bully?
2: Me. (laughs) Don't you think? I do. Uh, Mm. Russell. Yes. I think
0: Russell will reason with the bully. Try to make him see where he was wrong. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Mm
2: -mm. I can't stand a bully, really.
0: Which one of you is more likely to help a friend bury a body?
1: Bury a what? Body. A body. (laughs) like? I would help him, but man, oof!
0: But you know they say the
1: dead don't hurt. Dead doesn't hurt you. It's the living that you got to worry about. That's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who is the better dancer?
1: Oh, she is. I fart.
0: Russell, I missed the gazelle in class. The <laughs> Russell ready
1: <laughs> Yes. That's right. We've been
2: I'm sorry. He's been doing some private dance lessons. So he's he's uh, on it. Oh good. <laughs> Who is
0: more forgiving?
2: Me. Don't you think?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> because Russell surprisingly uh, holds a grudge. Really? Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine. He's so nice. It just seems like he's, he's not like Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe huh?
0: because he's nice. You know, sometimes when you're nice and then people go too far, it's like, yeah, I mean, I've been nice long. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not letting it go.
2: <laughs> right. Because he's so nice. And then when it's something, he's like, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So last couple of questions. What are you guys, and you can answer individually, or you can answer together. What are you guys grateful for?
1: What was that? What, what, what was you, the question?
0: What are you grateful for?
1: Oh, okay. Go ahead, Rhonda.
2: Uh, I am so grateful for my family I I just am I adore my family and uh that is big for me so I'm grateful for my family I am grateful for Russell and I'm not just saying this because we're doing a couple but he he really does make my life complete and I mean that by just waking up with a smile you know and he always tells me uh, like I know I look a hot mess he's like oh you're so beautiful I'm like I am a mess what are you talking about you know so I'm really grateful for my family and and uh, and Russell included my family but my my kids my family I'm just all about family and uh, that's what I'm grateful for okay Russell
1: well I'm grateful, you know, for have the opportunity to have a wife like Rhonda and to have a job that provides for that. We spend so much time together and it allows to do so many things, especially like um, our son is in college. We attend all the games. We travel together. Then our daughter, she's in soccer. We travel together. You know, I I don't think we would have been able to do all this if... um, I was still, you know, we had regular jobs, whereas, you know, so the real estate has allowed us to be very work-life balance. Okay. So um, we're grateful for all that we have. Uh, Like I say, um, so God has truly blessed us.
0: All right. So what are your guilty pleasures? You working hard, you have hustled, you're selling tons of real estate. What do you say? You know what? I'm not supposed to do or have this, but I'm going to anyway.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My guilty pleasure. Let me tell you something. Y'all are going to throw tomatoes at me, uh, or your listeners are, but my guilty pleasure is Judge Judy. I like Judge Uh, Judy. (laughs) I love her. I think we would be best friends.
0: Uh, (laughs) My favorite is Judge Mathis. And then, yes, I remember. Then George Judy. But I remember okay. you saying you, and I used I can't to watch smile. him
2: all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah so I don't judge you. <laughs> Thank you. Don't you don't have a safe space.
1: <laughs> Russell Reddick? And I guess my uh, guilty pleasure would be... Mm. Sweets? Yes. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. That's probably the number one for me.
0: Uh, I try,
1: I try, I try, but yeah, that's my downfall. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm. You tell us in class, when you work out, you can eat what you want. That's right. And that's why I do. (laughs) You right. (laughs) Chris gets
2: mad. Russell can do that. Y'all can't do that. (laughs) He's like, go. yeah, yeah, eat up, eat up, everybody, because when, <laughs> so when you work out, you can eat whatever
0: you want. I'm going to give you the same advice. When you work out, you can eat whatever you
1: want. You can't eat that if you're not working out now. <laughs> <True>. <laughs>
0: That's why I listen. I'm going to at least right. walk through something. That's right. I don't feel That's why I uh, do the turkey trot every year on Thanksgiving. Then I, mean, I eat with no guilt.
1: <laughs> there
2: you go.
0: <laughs> so, last question. If you all had a theme song for your life and or your marriage, what would it be?
1: Mm. Uh, okay. I was,
2: I was. My, my individual song would be, and I just, I wish I would have had more time to think about it, but I think my theme song would be living that Jill Scott song, living my life like it's golden. That's a good one. And then for our couple it's cheesy, but make it last forever. He sweat.
0: Oh, Sweet. Make it last.
1: Forever.
0: Last forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, Russell. What do you have? A different one, or you want to go with what she went with?
1: Uh, I I would say you know old school. Uh, Who can I say? Oh, uh, one love. Yeah. One
0: love. Uh, Who, that? Houdini? Houdini.
1: Houdini. That yeah.
0: oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> I, that's what's up. I like all y'all choices. Those were good. Well, thank mm-hmm. you both for coming today and just, you know. Let little old me interview you all. I appreciate it. Uh, let me pick your brain about marriage and relationships. Uh, it was definitely beneficial for me. I'm always trying to learn and grow. One day I will get married. And so I yes. want to learn. I don't want to learn on the job. I want to learn if I get to the job. And Amen. I feel like if I have questions, so do other people. So I'm just here trying to help people, you know, on their journey in life. And if I see successful people in a certain area, I like to talk to them and get information, just kind of glean from them. And that's why I wanted you all here just to, you know, glean, you know, that was what I learned in Ruth. You you glean from each other. Mm -hmm. I just appreciate you all taking the time because I know you all are busy. I do want to say this. I didn't touch a lot on the business, but if anyone is listening, if you are looking to purchase a home, please reach out to Russell and Rhonda. This is not a commercial. They didn't ask me to do this. I'm doing it because I want to, and I trust them. I think they're good people. It's uh, Russell Reddick, oh, Reddick Realty Group, right? Reddick, Reddick, Reddick Realty Group. Reddick Realty Group. You can find them. Where can people
2: find you? On Facebook, Instagram, uh, at Reddick Realty Group. Okay. At our website, RhondaReddick.com
1: okay i will put
2: it in the description box too
1: yes and at russell um 817-233-4788 how about that
0: i I love it (laughs) reach out to them they are located their office is located in arlington but they are serving all of dfw as and rural areas areas and rural areas so please uh reach out to them the one thing i can say is that when i purchase my home I didn't have a real estate agent and looking back on it, I wish that I had because a lot of times they know about uh, upgrades or money that you can have that you're not aware of and people selling are not going to tell you that they're not. They (laughs) want to make as much money as they can. So even if you're selling, they can help you get the most profit. So it's worth it. So reach out to them at Realty Group. On Facebook, Instagram, uh-huh. and rondareded.com on the, the internet. And you can reach Russell at 817 233
1: 4780.
2: Thank you all. Thank you, Tracy.
1: Thank you, Tracy, for allowing us to, to be on your show.
0: I hope I can get y'all back maybe after football oh, season.
1: <laughs> anytime. Oh, yeah. Yes.
2: Oh, 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 oh,